Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app, and you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. And today we get to talk about something not really good, but it is something that brings us all together. I think everyone listening either has been through or know someone who has been through a fight with cancer, right? Many of you hopefully are walking in the survivor mode. So this year we have the Hope Conference 2024, which is lighting the way to cancer survivorship. And the Hope Conference is a free community education event for cancer survivors, the caregivers, family, and friends. And I have wonderful Jimmy Wells with me. She is a nurse, oncology survivorship navigator at St. Dominic's, who's also been involved with this conference over the last, how many of the 21 years that this conference has been going, Miss Jimmy? Have you been part of it? Probably most of the 21. I've kind of floated in and out, mostly in, uh, but it's a wonderful opportunity and it just makes everything better when you go to Hope Conference. Well, I, and I always say here when we have events that have hit decade marks, right? Like you know, the first decade and the second decade, you recognize that obviously the community's buying in and for it to be a free event, that really means folks are showing up and getting something out of it. Not that you were in the planning committee 21 years ago for it, but what was kind of the idea? What, what was missing for community um, that required the conference, the Hope Conference? Well, the Hope Conference came about, and actually, I was in on the very oh, original. You were? I was okay. there at the planning. But the reason Hope Conference came to fruition was that we realized as a community, and this is from all the different hospitals, all the different service areas, that there was not one place that a survivor and a caregiver could come and just relax, kind of hear the information that they needed. Because when you talk about cancer, the emphasis is on treatment, readily so. It needs to be. But at some point, we're doing such a great job now with cancer. There is life after cancer. So to address those questions, to have a safe environment where they could have those conversations, gather information, and still be in a safe place because everyone doesn't, they don't want to have that conversation. They don't want to talk about cancer. They don't want to think about it. But we quickly uh, realized, and myself as an oncology nurse, realized there is life, good life, after cancer. But there are some things that need to be in place and some skills that people needed to learn, and we wanted to have an avenue to help them with that. How do y'all define survivor? Because I feel like myself, I've never walked the journey of cancer. I have with loved ones, both those who fought a good fight and then, you know, didn't necessarily see the outcome they wanted, and then those that would say that they're survivor, but they use the word very reluctantly. So from your perspective, like, how do you define a survivor of cancer? 
A survivor's cancer is anyone that sat in an office or got a word and they heard the cancer and they took another breath. That's a survivor. Ah, It is not about length of time. It is the fact that you kept going after you had the diagnosis. So it is for everybody's journey is very different. It is not about a length of time. It's not about a diagnosis. It's just that you kept going after you heard the word cancer. That's a survivor. You got up, you put your Bridget's on, and then you poured yourself a cup of coffee, and you kept going the next That's day. That's it. Whatever yeah. it was, whatever the details, whatever treatment or non-treatment, you are still a survivor. So that's why this conference is so important that we incorporate all of that. It does not matter where you are on your journey because after a cancer diagnosis, it is a journey. Life and changes. Life changes, and you change in what you require to get you hopefully a cure or remission of your disease is very different. How you respond, your needs, your wants, very different. So we in purposely, intentionally put this conference together to address some of those issues. And you mentioned some skills, Miss Jimmy, and I think for most people when they do hear that, it sounds nice to get up and put your britches on, pour a cup of coffee and keep going, but for a lot, it feels like their entire life is pressed pause, and it's a scary sort of time, particularly, too, for the caregivers. So I've never thought about it in terms of skills needed for that next sort of phase or chapter of life. Um, yes. I understand treatment, like I understand those words, right? Like, let's get a game plan, move forward that way. So what are some of these skills that you guys will be talking about at the conference? The skills that we'll be talking about, there are lots of wonderful uh, things. We're going to actually have some conversations with experts at this conference. And this is not really talking about cancer. This is about life after cancer. We are wonderfully blessed that Dr. Thomas Dobbs is one of our speakers. And he's going to be talking about population health because there are other health-related issues that will be impacted after a cancer diagnosis. So he's going to talk about general um, public health, population health, things that we need to incorporate on a daily basis as a cancer survivor or a caregiver, the things to look for. What are the issues here in the state of Mississippi that I need to look for that I can do some things to actually counteract some of those things that we know are possible after a cancer diagnosis. So Dr. Dobbs will be there. We're really excited about that. We're also very much realistically looking at the total person. Uh, we have Dr. Angela Filson that's going to be there. She's going to talk about oral health. You don't hear that. Uh, but, you know, we still have a mouth just because you had cancer. Uh, you still have a mouth, and there are lots of challenges for some of our cancer patients that are long-term and sometimes lifetime issues with oral health and oral care maintenance and things that we need to look for. Are so this, we're Are excited. those like side effects to the, the treatments? Side effects to the treatments, treatment, treatments. sometimes the drugs, sometimes radiation therapy, um, and sometimes just surgical interventions that some people have to have. They can have some oral impact or just having a healthy mouth. <laughs> Which I think is, I wish my kid would understand, Miss Jimmy, <laughs> that it's so important to so many other pieces uh, to your health. But uh, but really, when they all say it starts in the mouth, it really does. It, it translates well into other good health. Exactly, exactly. So we, we're excited. And there are lots of others. We have Dr. Jean Ann Suggs, who's um, a practicing radiation therapist here at uh, in the Jackson area. She's going to talk specifically about those long-term side effects that after you finished, what to look for what are these side effects that you could possibly run into uh don waller and this is about mental health ah yeah mental health 
how you process things, what you think about things. That is so important. Sometimes one of those areas that we really under uh, estimate how big of an impact it's going to have on a person after a cancer um, diagnosis. So that is a critical piece to this. So we are very, very happy that uh, Mr. Don Waller is going to be there. And I'll actually be speaking. <laughs> I'll be speaking as well. And in my role as a navigator, what we do in patient navigation after a cancer diagnosis is exactly what it is. It's a GPS. We find people where they are, no matter what point they are in their survivorship. They're navigators that actually talk to patients immediately after diagnosis. I'm one of those wonderful people that I get to talk to people about survivorship after they finish whatever their treatment plan. What's the next step? What should you do? Who should you talk to? Who to tell your story to? So I get to have the fun piece. I've done all the other stuff, but now I get to talk about survivorship and do lots of programming and work with wonderful people like the Hope Conference uh, to help them pull that story together. I feel like more folks need to hear that you or the survivorship navigators are at the end of their journey when they start their journey because it feels like, you know, you hear the words uh, that you have cancer and it just automatically feels like a death sentence. And while nobody knows how treatment's going to go, you were sharing with Jimmy that in terms of cancer treatments, we've come a long way in the 21 years that you guys have been doing the Hope Conference and giving people hope. Yes, it, it's a totally different world. I've done oncology nursing for about 37 years. And what I'm seeing today as far as outcomes for patient, as far as treatments, as far as having those side effects, you know, everybody has these classic side effects that they think happens with uh, getting treatment for chemo. I can tell you it's night and day. And having someone to have that conversation with someone, and, and this is the key piece. There are wonderful doctors and nurses that are in those treatment centers that are giving them that information. But anxiety is such a critical thing when you're going through a cancer diagnosis, whether it's the patient or the caregiver. And so sometimes you need someone to bounce that off. Did I really hear that? Did I re- do I really need to ask that question? And so navigators are people, we don't, we're not uh, necessarily directly involved in their physical care, but we're that touchstone Mm -hmm. that if you have a question, well, should I ask somebody this? Is this a problem? That's what navigators do. You should. You should ask, right? Is that the right answer, Ms. Absolutely. All the time, every time. There's no dumb questions when it comes to your your treatment or your health or putting yourself at at ease. Absolutely. And there seems like there is no right or wrong person for the HOPE conference. So if you or someone you have loved have heard the words, you're now living, you know, managing cancer, or you have cancer, then you're a good fit. So this is a free conference, which I think is uh, extraordinary. How do people sign up? When is it? Give us those details. Hope Conference is going to take place on Saturday, March the 2nd, and the time frame is 8.30 to 12 o'clock p.m., and we are wonderfully, so graciously being accepted again by First Baptist Church in downtown Jackson. They have hosted us for the whole 21 years, and we're going to be in the Christian Life Center, uh, which is on the third floor of that particular building. Registration, you can actually go to hopeconferencejackson.com, and you can register there. Uh, we have some bulletins, and if you go to that site, there's a place where you can actually go and register. We do not have a phone number to call, but if you'll go to, again, hopeconferencejackson.com, and that will give you the link and the information so that you can go ahead and register. Go ahead and register. It'll be a good thing for you to do. Miss Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. You guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next.
texting enrolls you in upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. If you've downloaded that Supertalk app, you can stream us there anytime, anywhere. You can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Supertalk TV. And don't forget, too, the biggest name in entertainment right now is Taylor Swift. And we are giving you a chance to win tickets to see her in concert. Plus, put a little money in your pocket. It is brought to you by Margaritaville Resort and Paradise Pier, Fun and Park in Biloxi, along with Supertalk Mississippi. And if you win, you'll get a pair of tickets to see old Tay-Tay at the Superdome in New Orleans coming up Saturday, October 26th, plus $1,000. Will, I know her well enough. We can call each other Tay-Tay. I have nowhere back. <laughs> <laughs> Just enter your name and your contact information at one of our registration boxes. There are locations across the state. If you want to find those, go to supertalk.fm slash Taylor Swift. And if her music is not your style, but you like other music and you're going to be in the Cleveland area, then there's free admission all weekend at the Kramer Museum, Mississippi. You'd found that information over at supertalk.fm as well as over on the Good things facebook group so you can come check out all the exhibits all the newly renovated mississippi gallery and it's a special thanks to the nissan foundation for that support for this upcoming weekend should be a pretty one if you want to get out and do that lasting music though coming up this sunday february the 18th keep a lookout for our startville native jennifer jeffries she is going to be on this That's season already is it this la- did already pass the 18th was oh, man i thought it was this coming up sunday well, if you watched, let me know. <laughs> Did she make it? Did she get a golden ticket? Did she move on to the next round? There's too many people on TV to keep up with here on Good Things. A lot of Mississippians on a TV. A lot of Mississippians. Okay, but at least we did have someone on the um, um, American Idol. Man, February is just flying by. It's almost gone. January is the longest year of the year. Longest it feels like month of the year. Longest year of the year. Felt January feels like its own year by the time you get to the end of january this is in the longest year ever and then it feels like once you break the hump of january into february the year just feels like it just starts to like creep by and sort of fly by this is a leap year right it is so we get one extra day what is that february the 28th correct Mm -hmm. i think that is the 29th 29th 29th. um look at me i'm just you know (laughs) hitting home runs all day Did you ever know anybody uh, that was born on leap year? Leap I day? don't. I know somebody who almost got divorced on the leap year day, and they decided not to because it would have caused complications. You know. So did they get divorced on the first? They got divorced on the first instead of the 29th. I'm curious what kind of co- what kind of complications would that have? Um, anyway, I knew a, uh, uh, there was a guy I went to high school with. His um, his birthday is the 29th he's no longer with us but it was always fun to think of him during sort of that time whenever it rolled around he would always make he but he would always have a two-day party he was the 28th (laughs) and then the first was sort of like the way he celebrated it um but it is it does make you scratch your head and i can't imagine and i don't know like people people do interesting things in terms of like when they want to have their children or trying to wait to be the first of the first year or to have it on a special date you know 
now the uh, in our times now you can not always pick the birthday but you can kind of get around about when it was i would just feel like as a mom i would just try my best to either hold it in or get it out way before <laughs> like before the actual 29th although i guess it would make for it would make for a lot of fun if you if you are a conversation starter i don't know it would probably add complications. I, I, would, I would imagine, yeah, it'd, it'd be complicated. You know, a lot of stuff is online now, and you have to select a date, and it might not offer the 29th as an option. Does it know? not? It kind of like the... I don't know. I've never... I don't have to do that, obviously, but I'm I've sure that it would cause some that. sort of complication. All kinds. And then you just have to end up choosing um, when it would be. I don't know. If you were born on leap year, let us know. 601-879-4395. Something me and my children will never have to worry about. Well, I guess unless that's not true. So they may marry someone who was born on leap year or have their own children on leap year. Who knows? Here's a fun story, though. I always talk about one day I'm going to have a Guinness World Record. Will, I'm just putting it out there. I haven't figured it out. I do know this won't be it. But I feel like those listening and even maybe you, if you enjoy concerts, this may be one you would at least attempt or have fun attempting. So a Maryland couple, a couple showed their enthusiasm for live music, and they broke the Guinness World Record by attending 135 concerts in a single year. That is a lot of of live music. So they were at their 20th concert in 2023 when they started to wonder whether they might be on the road to a world record. So they were, so they looked and sort of see. So they spent a total of $18,407 on concert tickets over the course of a year, which averaged $68 per ticket. But you know, there's two of them. And they said the money comes and go, but the joy and the excitement, um, I guess last, last a lifetime. Their hearing's going to come and go because they won't be able to hear. So they're when they get older. So I'm going to assume that I have 132 concerts. That is what. There's only no. Okay, math is hard. You know, I'm not. I'm so good, 52 weeks I in a year. I don't have good batting so, average right now. So <laughs> today, so like that's 2. at least 3 two, concerts a week. I'm yeah. sure two to three concerts a week for a year, and I guess live music. I'm assuming it has to have a ticket involved for it to to be to be yeah. able to sort of turn it in to sort of to sort of go. So their concerts um, included. Listen to the range: Beyonce, Lizzo. Pitbull, Sam Smith, Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks were some of the more. I'm hearing uh, dollar signs in my head. That's what I'm like. So I feel like they have. <laughs> no, 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 they're exactly cheap. <laughs> they have Journey coming up, Green Day, Paula Abdul, Aerosmith, Andrea Bocelli. Did I say that yeah. correctly? Yeah. I mean, that is a smorgasbord. Like, if you're trying to break 132 concerts a year, you have to either up your concert game or down your like level of entertainment like your expectations where do these where do these people live maryland i guess maryland's a good spot near dc depending on where they are baltimore you know you couldn't do, i don't think you could do that just here ask, I wonder, now you could prop now and then that that's average so i wonder like when the brandon amphitheater and some of the other um amphitheaters kick up around um around mississippi if you saw you know, four or five in a week, and then you took a week off. But at some point, you get tired. I would be, you know. What do these people do for a living? I don't know, but that's $18,000 and nothing but. But do you have, like, bucket lists? Like, if I guess it would be still alive, but that are, that are touring that you would, like, okay, if I'm going to do this, who am I going to see? Like, who would you want to check off your 
like to do list. You could probably fly out to Vegas and nail yeah. several in a row with their Vegas vacants vacants or not they're they're not vacant if you if they're not doing well they're vacant if they're not doing well they're they're residencies. residencies I would guess the Vegas. Rolling Stones for me would be the one I have not seen them that I would really like to see what about you I was sitting here thinking I kind of got my wish list and then they're they're small I mean when I have um, have low expectations in life I got to see Garth Brooks and so yeah. that was one that I was kind of happy that we got to see. I'd always love to see George Strait again. Um, but, no, I mean, I enjoy concerts. I appreciate them. But I'm not one that's going to put up the kind of cash that they now require to go and sort of see. Like um, the Taylor Swift and Cash giveaway that uh, we have going till I guess, sometime in May. Um, if I won it, I would absolutely go. And, like, I would enjoy it. I would not enjoy it. I'm sure it's a huge production. But I, I'm not, I can't see paying for that. I believe it was Brian Haydad. His daughter is a big uh, Taylor Swift fan. But that he can't. He's not. He can't. Well, he's not he, looked, eligible. He, he told me he looked at uh, uh, ticket prices and it had a comma in it, and he said he was out when he realized there was a, a comma in the the ticket price. Absolutely. So she needs to be of age. She can drive herself there, <laughs> park. <laughs> we'll go in by herself and be able to get out and. You know, because that's just a whole another another level. But ticket prices, just in general, have gotten absurd for just different things. I mean, when you even go back to like the Super Bowl and put some of them, and you saw it was packed. I remember distinctly remembering their Super Bowl Sunday, watching it and going, "What do these people do with their life? Like, how are you in the stands?" Some of you, I get it. Like, I, I know exactly what you do with your life. You are Beyonce. You're Taylor Swift. You're the mother to the you know the star on the field. I get all that, um, but. So, okay, uh, so Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor, the brother. What's the brother's name? Jason. Jason Kelsey, who is married to the down-to-earth chick. So they have a um, special on uh, the Kelseys or whatever on Netflix or something and was watching it. And when he went to the Super Bowl, I think maybe with his brother, which was the year before, you know, you guys know I'm not, I'm not the sports people. But her mouth dropped when she was able to, she was on the phone trying to get, secure their family tickets for that Super Bowl. And she stopped and she looks at him. She says, $50,000 in tickets? This is insane. It was however many of the tickets that they could allot for each, like, family member, you know. And wow. one of them was for his daughter, who was probably at the time one or two we're gonna pay whatever for her to go and she was riding around her little tricycle and he says you want to go see eagles play in super bowl and she said touchdown (laughs) it was like see anyway but fifty thousand dollars was what they put up for just tickets for their their allotted allotted number i just appreciate she recognized that that was that was an absurd absurd number all right stick with us it's friday we got tanya coming up next Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
Back to Good Things, streaming live over at supertalk.fm. You can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station, and you can watch us. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Supertalk TV. It is Friday, which means we have Tanya in the house to talk movies, and Rhino's not here, so Will fell on his job, because that can't be a song connected to a movie. I'm sorry. I went and saw Argyle <laughs> last weekend, and I was so disappointed with it that I just completely abandoned the movie theme. Uh, so, Tanya, I almost went and asked for my money back on that one. It was Did such you? a bad movie. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, what no, is it it's about? It's so funny because I was just talking earlier in the hall with Caleb, and we were talking about how much we loved oh, it. Oh, no. So, okay, so remind us which movie this is, that we have two very differing opinions. Yeah, this is the one about the writer who, um, you know, writes these kind of Mission Impossible kind of spies, and she winds up kind of predicting what is actually happening, and so her life is threatened. Um, and so she, a, a real spy, has to come and save her, or, you know, they go on the run. So what didn't you like about it, Will? Well, when she skates on oil <laughs> with skates made of knives, that was yeah. one thing that uh, kind of turned me up. We l- literally, the people in the theater started laughing. Because was it meant to be like it really happened? It's, it started, no, no, no. It started off really good. The premise is really great, Tanya. I, yeah. I, I, I really like the, like the first half of it and it's just one of these movies where every five seconds there's this dramatic twist yeah you know this person was good now they're bad now they're bad now they're good you know you don't ever know uh and it just kind of got towards the end it kind of got silly they did this whole dance with grenade smoke and i can't it's so (laughs) bad i just can't even it's just it is definitely one of those that you've got to be in that mood you know if you're not in that mood then it's i can totally see where it could go wrong so we've got a 50 50 shot for you is (laughs) it still out in theaters some of you may go watch just to see what what uh what the sort of difference is um of that so it is still out in theaters though yeah it's still out there and it's still doing pretty well i think it was like number five or so last weekend at the box office so People are still going to see it. Is there anything new out this week? There is. Um, for those of you that like Japanese animation, there's a new anime film out called Demon Slayer to the Hashira Training. It is rated R, which, you know, we never really associate R ratings with animated films. But, of course, these are very, uh, they definitely have their audience. So the people that enjoy these movies I don't have to tell them it's being released this weekend. You know, they're probably um, well prepared. That's why Rhino took off. Yeah, it very well (laughs) could be. Um, And then the other one is Drive Away Dolls. This is one. um, It's about a, a girl who breaks up with her partner. And she's got a friend who needs to get away. And so they decide to road trip. Uh, and start over and go to Tallahassee, Florida. And along the way, they run into a group of not-so-capable criminals. Um, and so things kind of take a turn for them. And it is also rated R. Uh, and then the last one is probably one that's going to be more appealing to uh, a wider audience. It's called Ordinary Angels. Hilary Swank, who Oscar winner incredible actress um she stars as a hairdresser who finds out about uh this widow who um 
or widowed father who um, his daughter is very ill and they're fighting, you know, insurance and everything to um, try to help this little girl. And so anyway, I think this is going to be a great feel good movie. So if you want something that helps you feel a little uplifted and it is rated PG. She has been on the circuit of, I guess, um, promoting this movie. And I love that one. I love that she took, I think, like two years off to care for her dad, who had had a lung transplant, who was battling um, cancer. And then obviously um, he transitioned. And so she went back to work and she says often that she feels like her dad handed her or gave her like, you know, not literally, but was in the in the works of getting her this movie because it is about um, organ donation. And that was something that's so special to her. So you could tell she she holds this role in a different spot than just yeah. going back to work. Oh, that's a cool story. Yeah, she won me. I, I think I've always liked her, but um, when she did Million Dollar Baby, that's, I mean, I, she was so good in that movie. I, I mean, I still almost get tears in my eyes just thinking about that movie because it was such a great story. Um, but she, I, I think that's definitely the one to check out this weekend. She also had Twins at 48. I mean, that's a superwoman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go on, put that out there. And she was the next Karate Kid. Was so she? Everybody keeps hoping she's going to show up in Cobra Kai, but so far she hasn't. Huh. That would yeah. be a twin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's it. Um, last weekend, you know, I was very curious to find out who was going to win the box office and one love the Bob Marley, uh, biopic won. Uh, it beat Madam Webb, which is now officially considered a flop. Um, so. That's uh, the, is that Marvel? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. It's kind of lives in the Spider-Man universe, but it's a totally different uh, group of people. It sound the madam, it just the, the naming probably wasn't the best. Maybe. Maybe yeah. the best choice. I watched that trailer and I was confused. So I can't <laughs> yeah. imagine it's going to be very good. What, what does it take for it to be a flop? Um, just nobody goes to see it. Why well, get that? <laughs> You were walking into them today, Rebecca. Well, but you know, even, even, I guess, bad reviews yes. is part of it, but just somebody had to go see it to write a bad yeah. review. But even, even if it, you know, looks like it makes big numbers at the box office, it still can be considered a flop. Um, like several of the DC movies, you know, they made big money, but they're considered flops because they did not bring in what was anticipated. Plus, you know, they just were panned critically. So do they pull them from theaters quicker if nobody's going to see them? I think it just depends on what's coming next. I think if there's a bigger movie coming in, I, I think it's up to the individual theaters to decide what they're going to put on what screen. And they're always going to try to go for whatever's yeah. going to bring the most money to them. So, so. And that, I guess, is coming up next week for most theaters. Yes, yes. Next weekend will be really big with Dune Part 2. So um, I wonder. Yeah. How, and you and I both rewatched Dune Part 1 this past weekend. Yes. We did our homework. I didn't remember it. There's very few pieces, but it's been how many years? Uh, I think it was like 2021, um, which I thought it had been longer. But it, this was one of those that I think got delayed because of the pandemic. If I'm remembering correctly, I could be wrong. 
Um, Beautifully it done, does though. feel like it's been longer than that. Strange movie. you got to be into Very it. Very strange. And when I watched Have it. Have you seen it, Will? I've not seen the new one. I remember no, the, the, new, oh, you're the, the I remember the eighty four one, Tanya. Yeah, uh, that you can't smoke enough marijuana on this <laughs> earth to understand. Uh, but I, I plan I, on watching it. But it's like three hours long, right? But it's yeah, kind of yeah. like it is, and it kind of um, you know, it's just if you can just kind of tap out and days out and watch it. If you want to watch it though, it's only going to be on Netflix for another free. Yeah. Because they're re or have they re-released it into the theater? They are, yeah, they have. I had, did not see it playing anywhere around us here in the Jackson area, but they were to re-release it. So maybe if you're lucky, you can find it in a theater. And I do recommend seeing it in the theater because it's really a beautiful movie. And it, it is. You gotta, you gotta listen hard and you gotta think, think like sort of through it. But then it is such a beautifully shot movie that that keeps your, um, sort of attention. I was texting with Rhino as I was watching it and I needed to know which came first, Dune or Tremors. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said Dune. And I said, well, then Tremors must have been, you know, that's the cult classic with Kevin Bacon and Reba McIntyre. I said, I really need a Reba sighting in Dunes too. Like I just need a throwback. <laughs> You I never need, know. I just need one shot of her, like holding, holding, holding her tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, um, when I watched it again this week, it took me a few nights to get through it um, just because it was late every night when I started it. But I, I was really confused this time. I had to go and read some cheat notes to to figure out what I had just watched because it's a very deep plot. You really do have to pay attention. And they set you up very much for like it gets exciting at the very end. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, so where's the next one? Yeah. And, um, and then it's sort of coming. So I do reckon, I have not seen the second one either of you. I don't know if they'll catch you up or not, but um, yeah, find some time to sort of at least have it on and sort of, and sort of watch it if you want to. Yeah. And I think you really could uh, probably watch the last 30 minutes of this one of the first one and there we all suffered through it (laughs) but really i totally agree with what you were saying the the last like 25 30 minutes is the best so and then you get excited for okay now we're rolling now i kind of get what i'm watching and here it comes and so that'll be coming up next weekend so I guess you'll probably try to go see it before yeah, next Friday. Definitely. Oh, that'll be um I'll be I'll be jealous, be excited to hear what you have to say. All right, stick with us, we got more for you coming up next. Pickup truck. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Billy Ray was a preacher's son, and when his daddy would visit, he'd come along. I bolted out, but people would change the channel as she goes into the song. I'm not going to do it. Maybe. Yesterday was Margarita Bell Day of Margarita Day, not today. But it's a good song. 
Good. Welcome back to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. You can also find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Um, or you can watch us. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. Were you ever the karaoke kind of guy? Absolutely. Well, oh, you were? Oh, that yeah. Surprises I still do me. it. Would you? Would do you? Yeah. Do you? I What's do your, Elvis. like, go <laughs> No, you don't. Yes, I do. What's I did your... it. Well, when did Ole Miss play in their bowl game? Uh, early January, end of December. I did. We did karaoke that night. Do you pick your? Do you pick a song? You know all the words. You don't have to read, or do Suspicious you use minds. this? I can sing the whole song right now. Really? And I, I, do I would the whole have never. Dance. I do every, all of it. Do you? Yeah. Do you need to be liquidly encouraged? It helps. But it doesn't, it doesn't help have, the, the listeners. It helps me. <laughs> <laughs> I always won first up on, or do you have to get pulled up there and then finally get yeah. get? No, I always, yeah. Put a put a microphone in front of me. I'll I'll, I'll belt no, out. No, that tunes. is not the di- that is that is two totally different skill sets, two completely different comfort zones. There's not enough tequila on this side of the border to get me up there and seeing anything without a gun to my head. So I do I that, and I do uh, Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. That's another one that's it's like on your list. Yeah, I because I know all the words. It's it's fairly so easy. So when you go into an establishment, um. What do you, what's your where where what's your meter for? Okay, I'm gonna get up there and do this. Like I because I said, if if I've got all my buddies and friends around, then definitely I'm, we're each one of us is gonna go up there. We might do a duet. You never know. You know, we might sing Sunny and Share. We've done that before. Have you been out there, Carrie, your wife? Uh I don't know if I – yeah, I have. In fact, I did it last time. We sang uh, John Prine, this just the two of us. This is way more common for you than I would have ever – I would have lost this trivia question for you. I don't yeah, know I why. Love karaoke. But it just doesn't – I don't know. What What is it about it that you enjoy? I like doing my little interpretation of the song and – so you definitely are not taking it seriously. No, gosh, You're not no. looking like it is I can't your – sing, so. It is, and that doesn't bother you? No, it didn't bother me. So I always find it interesting, like, one of the most awkward, um, I did not karaoke, but it was coming back from a Spartan race in Alabama, covered in mud. Well, we had semi-changed and we're starving. And we stopped at a, just a, I won't say hole in the wall, but it was a, a, a Mexican restaurant that wasn't, um, I guess, popping that night. But yet they had this guy set up for karaoke. Mm-hmm. And it was like, dead silence in the entire restaurant and there was these just sad souls that were just getting up there one by one <laughs> trying to like <laughs> i guess either have find a little moment, hope in life uh, find a little hope, hope in life you know get on the mic yeah. and we were just i was more entertained by the fact that they felt like they were entertaining i mean it can definitely be fun in the right setting with the right atmosphere and you know all the things next and, time next time you're in tupelo go to woody's that's mm-hmm. the place to go in tupelo mississippi for karaoke they do it once a week and it is very fun do you do friends in crawl spaces <laughs> what is that <laughs> no but i i, I could well, come up with had... a variation yeah i'll throw a little joke in there when i'm singing like i'll i'll do something you know if, if you're paying attention you'll be like wait that's not part of the song that type of stuff so did you – was that a question when you and uh, Carrie started dating? Was it like, do you karaoke? Do you mind if I karaoke? I'm sure at some point we were in Tupelo and we went to a karaoke bar. And if she didn't ask before, she found out. What else do I not know about you, Will? 
I need to know these for these trivia questions. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would have guessed that maybe you would get up there and do this. I I wouldn't have guessed that you had like your go to list. Like, there's one thing to say, sure, a couple shots of tequila. I'll get up there and sing, you know, um, whatever whatever floats your boat. But it's another thing to say these are my go to karaoke yeah. um, karaoke songs. I see Hey Dad as being a karaoke king. Yeah, I think he would be a good karaoke. I don't know what he would sing. Gerard would definitely karaoke. Gerard knows his music. I'll give him. He knows his music. I just don't think me or Rhino would. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen Rhino do karaoke, and I don't think mm-hmm. I have. Because we are, cons- we are good people <laughs> who do our parents well. Keep our drunk butts in a seat and don't get up there and and calls and sort of well, cause a wreck. Hey, and Borky sang some song. Uh, oh, they sang uh, "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Uh, at our Christmas party, and they videoed the whole thing. So yeah, kind of karaoke. Not a, didn't have a mic in front of them, That's but they had a camera. Next level. Yeah. Who knew? Will the karaoke king? Absolutely. I'm gonna have to work that into. We're gonna have to see that in action. All right, stick with us. You got more <laughs> coming up next <laughs> with Sports Talk Mississippi from three to six. But uh, Rhino and I, or Will and I, will meet you back here Monday at two. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Good things for you. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.